Welcome to Building Great Sales Teams, a show dedicated to making sales teams tick, tick, boom. Great sales teams are not recruited, they are built block by block. Let's get to work. All right, guys, we got Barbara Shrihans here with uh, your tax coach. Hello. How you doing today? Great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And so what we're doing right now is we're actually in the, the podcast trailer here. You're my third guest in this trailer. And uh, yeah, we're outside the Comerica Center about to attend MDM. We're like, you know, Tony, Tony Kasai reached out to me and was like, hey, are you bringing the trailer? And I was like, I thought about it. I don't know. He's like, please bring it. You know, yeah. <laughs> he said, Why wouldn't you? yeah, he said you should bring it or whatever. And, I, you know, my thought was we were going to be jam packed. You know what I mean? And um, but yeah, he was absolutely right. We've already um, shot three of them. So uh, awesome. Well, I want to talk about your business because I think a lot more salespeople and sales organizations need to get educated on their taxes. Yeah. So the way a lot of sales organizations uh, work is 1099. And uh, there is so much tax savings inside of that. And these salespeople aren't using it, mm -hmm. you know? And so one of the things that we're trying to do at our company, Argenza, is develop freedom training. And the first piece of that training needs to be tax consulting. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. And so... I guess, what advice do you have for 1099 salespeople? Yeah, good question. So sadly, 1099 contractors probably pay the most in taxes mm -hmm. because they don't set themselves up correctly. So the first thing I would do is have them set up an LLC for themselves. And then once they're an LLC, they can become an S corporation. Mm -hmm. Doing that, they can save up to $22,000 a year in taxes just by switching how they're taxed. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge one is make sure you have your LLC because you can't do the S-Corp thing without it. And then it's like starting to realize that you can like write off your life pretty much in yeah. your business yeah. so that your taxable income is way less. So mm -hmm. really just like, you know, your cell phone, your home office, you can use the Augusta rule, which is where your business pays yourself rent. You can add mm -hmm. your kids to your yeah. Payroll. So there's so many things. Yeah. I just started doing that this year and uh, I've got three kids. So hey, from what I understand, it's 12,500 per kid. So it goes up every year. So this okay. year it's now 12,950. Nice. So yeah, even more. And just so like the tax illiterate understand this, you know, because I was up until about a year ago, right? Um, you're basically saying, Hey, I made, you know, for me in my case, like $37,000 less. Mm -hmm because I paid out these taxes to my kids. And typically what you list on there is modeling, um, office, general office administration work, stuff like that, right? Yeah, exactly. So say you had like 100,000 of income, the 37 mm -hmm. that you pay your kid, you're now at, you know, 63,000 income instead of 100. And, and in terms of the kids' jobs, there's so many things, like mm -hmm. they just have to have a legit job that they can actually right. do. So if your kids are little, um, like you mentioned, you can have them as like social media models, mm -hmm. pay them for use of their photos. But as they get older, like even eight, nine, 10 year olds, they can do social media management. They can mm -hmm. engage for you on social media. They can comment, they can like, they can follow hashtags. Uh, in the sales space, they can hand out flyers, postcards, yeah. like 
all kinds of stuff. So no, that's great. That's that that's freaking huge. Um, what about I guess the in, in a business owner's case, where do you see them underutilizing the tax code the most? Where do you see the most opportunity with your clients? Yeah, so the bigger and bigger you get as a business owner, the higher profit. Then it's starting to use more complicated strategies. So having multiple entities so that you can do intercompany things and intra-company. Uh, you can do strategic investments that some are solely for tax savings mm-hmm. and those are great, but also investing so that you get cash flow too, passive yeah. cash flow. And so it's really just like working with your tax preparer and tax strategist to be like, this is where I think I'm going to be this year. Mm-hmm. What can I do to pay nothing in tax or very little in tax and doing it before the year ends. So figuring yeah. out those strategic moves and investments beforehand. Yeah. And that's huge. And too many of us get into our business. We make a bunch of money and then we realize, oh yeah, we got to pay taxes or we got to do our taxes. And then yeah. we don't even have the money to pay them. And so now we're negotiating with the IRS. We're taking up our precious time instead of building our businesses. We're doing stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, what I love about what you do is it's you're preparing for the year versus doing it after the fact. Yeah. And exactly. when you, when you do it that way, you, from, from what I've experienced, you save so much more money in that. So how did you even get into this? I know. That's funny. Huh? <laughs> People are like, did you always want to be an accountant? I'm oh, like, yeah. no, like whoever, <laughs> like, no. Um, but I was in business school. I got pregnant in college mm-hmm. and went to my career counselor and I was like, I'm pregnant. Like I need whatever like major I do. I, it needs to be 100% chance. I'm going to have a job the day I graduate. Cause I'm having this kid. I was right. a junior at the time. Uh, I had him on spring break, went back the next week, which was crazy, still graduated on time. Mm -hmm. But my career counselor said accounting, like 100% chance you'll have a job, which was true. I had a job before I even graduated. And so I kind of, you know, started at big four accounting firms, Mm -hmm. the largest firm in the world and realized they weren't actually saving anyone money in taxes. And so I like kind of shopped around firms. Like I worked at a lot of accounting firms and realized Mm -hmm. they're all kind of the same. And so I wanted to start my own where like all we do is save people money and that Mm -hmm. makes it fun. And like the team loves it because all we're doing is like helping clients and making them happy. And it's it's aggressive tax planning instead of just, you know, being an order taker and following the traditional, you know, boxes and everything like that. So that's what I love about it. It's it. If I had a tax coaching company, that's what I would do. I'd be aggressive about it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I love that. I would imagine that most of your business comes from referrals. You advertise a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I know within our community, everybody's like, Barbara, 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 (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, luckily, I mean, it's something everyone has to do, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has to file their taxes. So that I think already gives us a little (laughs) edge. Yeah, yeah, a little push. But then I would say, like you mentioned, it's mostly referrals, which is great. We've never done a single paid ad. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's awesome. Okay, so you're, you're coming out of college. You've, you've just had your son. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? How old is he now? 10. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to like age you there. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a, a, a 10 year old son now. Any other kids? Yeah. Four, awesome. a four year old and then a 12 year old stepdaughter. Gotcha. And I've, I've met your husband. Awesome dude. Great energy. Um, so I guess, tell me about the journey between college being a single mom mm-hmm. and, um, and then starting a, a tax consulting business. I mean, you obviously worked for some of the biggest firms in the country and then you wanted to transition and be more aggressive about it and everything. 
Did you get funding for that? Did you pull from savings? Like, how did that work? Oh my gosh, nothing. Mm-hmm. I had nothing. Yeah. Um, no. So when I graduated college, I had six figures of debt. Mm-hmm. My my parents are addicts, so mm-hmm. it's not like they saved for college or anything. Right. So it was all funded with student loans or myself because I worked full time. Mm-hmm. And then out of college, I moved to the Bay Area, and that's the most expensive area in the U.S. Yeah. And was making I think fifty. Oh gosh, I have to think. Fifty-seven thousand mm-hmm. a year, when rent, like average rent, is like thirty-five hundred dollars a month. Uh-huh. Like math, the math did not compute. Right. So I was literally like going more and more and more into credit card debt the longer I stayed there. Yeah. And luckily, I met my husband when I was mm-hmm. there. He was stationed there at DLI, the Language Institute for the Army. Okay. And three months after we met, he was like, "I'm leaving for North Carolina." And. I had told him when we met, like, this is not going to be a thing. Like, <laughs> like I don't date military guys. Yeah. My ex was military. Yeah. And um, he's you like, like him, but you're, you don't want to date him anymore. Yeah. And I sure as heck am not going to move to North Carolina. Like, I'm from California. Uh-huh. That's my home. That's my family. And he convinced me to move to North Carolina. And we were married after three months of knowing each other. Mm-hmm. And so... Worked at accounting firms over there. Still the same thing. I wasn't happy at them. And we were then moving from North Carolina to Arizona. Mm -hmm. He was getting restationed. So it was a good transition time. I was like, I'm tired of like hopping accounting firms. I feel like just when I'm kind of getting the flow of things, we're moving again. Yeah. And it was also the same time I had saved one of our clients $2 million in taxes. It was this big construction company. Wow. And so they gave that accounting firm... They were like, hey, we just received the largest check we've ever received in our 60 years of being open. So I'm like, sweet, I'm going to get like a bonus check, a commission check, something, nothing, got nothing. I was crying to my husband and he's like, well, if they were just your client, how much would they have paid you? And I'm like, shit, well, I guess the same. And he's like, why don't you just start your own firm? And -hmm. I don't know why I literally had never thought of it ever before yeah i think like you know in college they just teach you like the corporate structure and mm-hmm. same in accounting firms it's like you go from senior to the manager to director to partner right. so my goal was always to become a partner in a firm but i never thought a partner in my own firm right so that's when i started it literally had zero money we i was still trying to pay off my student loans and mm-hmm. and credit card debt so i had nothing in savings I literally started by paying a hundred bucks to get my LLC nice. and just like reinvested all of the money Yeah, since then. It's the same way I started too. It started from zero. You yeah. know what I mean? So that, that is an awesome story. And I, I, I love hearing that part of it and the uh, utility that your company has for, you know, to 99 salespeople, you know, everybody that's listening to this show, either they're just starting their sales team or, you know, they have one and they're just looking for uh, more information like that. And what guys, one of the easiest ways to get somebody like, like Barbara is reach out to her, pay her a fee to, to train with your guys for an hour on a zoom call or something like that, and then use it as training for your company. That's one of the easiest utilities you can do. And uh, it's just simple information like she just gave or just, you know, set, set them up with this podcast episode. Right. <laughs> um, and then and then give them uh, Barbara's contact info. And that is. Yeah. Best place. If you're not following us on Instagram, your mm-hmm. tax coach, because we 
drop daily tips and tricks on how to save in taxes. Nice. Or our website, yourtaxcoach.biz, feel free mm-hmm. to reach out. I just trained uh, Neil's roofing sales team. Oh, badass. So that was fun, yeah. Yeah, person. we gotta get you on too. Yeah, it was good. They're, they had really good questions. They were really smart, so that was fun. No, he's got, a, he's got a hell of a team over there, but I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast and doing this yeah. at last minute notice. I think we just found out 10 minutes ago we were going to do yeah, it. Yeah, hey, so you know? That's what it's all that. about. <laughs> Thank you so much, brother. Thanks, Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Building Great Sales Teams. Be sure to appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Remember, great sales teams are not recruited. They are built block by block. Until next time.